0: Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX. And of course, this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. This weekend for signing up and using our code of PHNX, you will get $150 in free bets instantly when placing just a $1 bet on any football game. And that's college or NFL doesn't matter. That's just $1 on any football game. So please check out that app and use our code PHNX and, uh, win yourself some money. Yeah. I think that's a fun thing to do. Thank you guys for joining us. Of course, I am joined by my friend and co-host. It's Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman.
1: Derek, I feel like I'm missing out, man. You're talking about all this money you're winning. You keep telling me it's all these stories.
0: Crazy money. I know. And I don't mean to rub it in anyone's face. That's the weird part about it. It's just new <laughs> to me, you know, like, and so I feel like I'm doing that, right? Like I have friends that haven't signed up yet and they're, they're like, they're missing showing, out. They're just they're showing no anything. interest. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're missing out but i think i'm annoying them by telling them how much money i've won and it's one of those situations where you really you really just want to share the wealth you really want your friends and buddies to get in on it like this is this is too good to be true in some cases and it is don't get me wrong i've i've lost plenty of bets right but at the same time a lot of those have been situations like our offer with the PHNX code where you get those $200 in free bets and it just makes it kind of like a uh, like a trial offer for you to check it out and not just make one bet, but uh, you know, spread it around a little bit and and try out the different different options that there are. I've recently become a parlay guy, I'm not oh, sure. If you, uh, have you? Have you? you know, it sounds fancier than it is, yeah. The
1: lingo, you're, yeah. you're really catching on here. <laughs> I, I,
0: you know, what I really like is I like how exciting it really has made games that. I wouldn't otherwise have interest in at a certain point right uh, and that really not, not Diamondbacks
1: games though of I, was, no,
0: I was gonna say it really transitions well into the diamondbacks <laughs> games because I mean don't get me wrong it is tank season it's it's always tank season oh, uh, this God. season and until this season wraps up it will remain tank season but uh, I will say at times you know if a, if a game kind of tends to go uh you know in in a direction of a blowout it's not typically as fun to watch that in any sport Yet sure. somehow on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I am watching every second of every game. Espo today was betting on cricket. Things are out of control at our office. We're <laughs> having a fun time. We're having a fun time.
1: Oh my gosh. I just uh, need, you know, I need you to come up here to Washington and pick it outside the state capitol and try to make it so sports bet online sports betting is legal. You think you think you can do that for me, Derek?
0: I, I can I can give it a shot. I mean, I'll talk to some people, I'll show them some of these bets. I'll I'll show them the one point thing. From the Arizona Minnesota game. I, I don't know how that won't convince yeah, me. Yeah. I'm like, is, hey, that double my in? money do when they scored one point. Get <laughs> this for your constituents. Get this for your people. <laughs> I am a mayor, so I understand where you're coming from as far as you know, right, right. you know, office. Yeah, stuff you can and, relate. You,
1: know, you can relate. I can relate. I get it. I get it.
0: There's a lot of red tape. <laughs> there's a lot of bureaucracy, but at the end of the day, you gotta get to get it done for the people, you know? Right. Uh, and speaking of the people. This and every Monday is going to be a show about the people for the people. We already are here at PHNX. We're already, we're already, we're already fans, uh, running around as journalists, running around as fans. But every Monday, we are going to be doing a new feature here on the D-Backs podcast that we are calling
1: Mailbag Monday. That's right. In that Every voice. Monday. In that exact, that exact voice.
0: In that mu- in that exact voice? We need, yeah. we need that. We need that was, again next time. That's like shooting effects. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like as if we're under assault <laughs> or like stormtroopers are coming in. But uh, it's just, it's exciting because we want a chance to connect with our friends on Twitter. We want you guys to send us uh, the information that you want to hear. This podcast, that's what it's about. We don't want to sit here and constantly debate for instance, the Tory Lovallo, uh, future. It's, it's something we've talked about a whole bunch. And I know that at this point, none of us really know the direction it's going to go, but I think we all have a good feeling, uh, about the direction it's going to go. Who knows though, that's up to the organization. And it's also up to Tory Lovallo, you know, if he wants to come back and do this, yeah. what we want to do though, is we want to expand the question asking to you guys and get some topics, uh, from, from you are friends of the show and, you know, give you the answers, at least from our perspective, right? So we're going to kick things off this Mailbag Monday with three questions that we picked. Uh, if you sent us some questions on Twitter, do not fret if we do not get to them. We are going to stockpile them. and We are going to continue to get all of these questions answered uh, t- tirelessly until we are done, until the end of time, until every question has been answered. We <laughs> will make sure that we get you Uh, every answer that we can. So uh, we're going to kick things off with actually uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, uh, rock, AKA rock knowledge uh, on Twitter. He is one of just a stupendous human being. and One of the biggest baseball fans. I know Uh, he introduced me to the uh, wonderful tops. What is it? The top 70 series with the the anniversary, some limited edition tops cards that they did that were collaborations with like uh, hip hop artists and, and just artists in general with baseball cards and like letting people from different genres make baseball cards. I have a whole stack of Randy Johnson killing pigeon cards that I need to show you, Jesse, after the show. (laughs) They're incredible, but, uh, rocks my man, huge baseball fan. And his question for this week's mailbag Monday is what are the top three priorities for the D backs going into next season? And man, that's, that's a big question, that right? That's a
1: big question.
0: I think that's hard to really just uh, zero in on based on the shortcomings of this team at this point, right? I think that there are so many different priorities that they need to address. It's hard uh, to, to just narrow it down to three. But, Jesse, I'll, I'll let you go first. What's uh, one of their top priorities you think that they're going to be addressing this offseason?
1: I only I get to pick 3, three altogether, huh?
0: Yeah, we're going to we're going to keep it 3. I know there's a lot, but what do you think uh what do you, what do you think are like I mean, based on what they're going to do next season and the future, what do you think are going to be the areas that they
1: address immediately? First thing for me, Derek is they need to find a center fielder. Like not like a guy who might yes. have played center field in high school or like, <laughs> you know, like maybe 12 years ago or they they need to find someone who like actually plays center field. And this is no disrespect to Ketel Marte, who, you know, has really wore it well in a lot of ways for this team. Right. The Diamondbacks yeah. have, have sort of forced him to play center field. He's been pretty vocal that that's not really where he wants to be. And uh, this week, actually, on our on our website, I have a uh, kind of a deep dive into the Diamondbacks defense coming up. And I'll give you guys a little sneak peek right now and say that Quetel Marte has actually not been particularly good in center field defensively this year. Um, and so at this point, if he doesn't want to play center field, and if the numbers don't really say that he's a great center fielder to begin with, why are we wasting our time, right? So this is going to be hard uh, looking at the center field market for – uh, as far as free agents are concerned, Derek, I took a peek last night. It's not pretty. Uh, the Diamondbacks are not. It's not going to be very easy for them to find a center fielder. Um, but I think it's something they absolutely have to address. I don't want to see Dalton Bar show there anymore. I don't want to see Paven Smith there anymore. Those guys are not are just not center fielders, right? It's just yeah. it's abundantly clear that is not where their future is. And I don't think it should be for Catal Marte either. So for me, Derek, that's the first thing that comes to my mind.
0: I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's something we've talked about quite a bit. And and I think the bigger thing is, like like I said, I I don't know why, but it always seems like the players kind of are opposed to these changes, yet they're giving the type of answer that a good player would. Like, I'll do whatever the team wants, uh, you know, right. whatever for Lovolo. Uh, You had guys like Eduardo Escobar who would say that they would die for Torrey Lavolo. So when you have guys that have that tor- – type of attitude for for a manager they're gonna do whatever he asks whether they like it or not whether it's beneficial to them or not you know performance is based on the capabilities of the athlete you can't be asking athletes to completely change their positions constantly and expect them to also still do well at the plate you know defensively those changes take up you know their 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 mind and like if you make a mistake in the field, you have to embrace that mistake and then you have to still go up there and clear your mind and you know have an at bat. It's not easy when you don't feel comfortable doing the other half of your job to go up there and be successful at the plate. It's just my feeling, but I know that baseball is one of those games. It's one of those games that players are a creature of habit. Yeah, and you know they they like to hit in the same spot. They like to play the same position and they like to get in their groove so that really they can take their mind off of all of that other stuff when they're at the at the plate and just hit. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you 100% on there. This is going to sound ridiculous because it's exactly what they addressed last offseason, but considering that Tyler Clippard hasn't worked out recently as of late and the other two pieces are gone, I think a priority for the D-backs is going to be the bullpen. Yeah, I think that they really need to address their bullpen. I think they need to figure out – what who who's going to be part of their starting rotation going forward i think that they actually have some really good candidates this year that have emerged i think noe ramirez has been outstanding for this team yeah you know he's he hasn't been perfect but i've seen a lot of outings where even when he's gotten himself into trouble he was able to put up a zero on the board at the end of the day and get himself out of the inning i've seen some other guys emerge you know slowly that have become more than relievers like Humberto Castellanos who has become somehow one of their most reliable starting pitchers when yeah. he'd never even started a baseball game prior to this season I think that there's a lot of pieces that that you know the team can build around and can hold on to but the bullpen at this point really needs to be solidified they they, they can't have these outings you know where someone like Bumgarner goes out and gives them what the, what he did, you know, in the, in the Astros series and, and have the bullpen blow it. Or, you know, the other night when I literally almost had to delete our Twitter account for me <laughs> posting the stupid-ass tweet that is our bullpen becoming reliable. No, it's not, you idiot. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. Why would you even say such a thing? It just started to feel like we were rolling, you know?
1: There were, days, try, there were two days, maybe. There were maybe a couple days where it was reliable.
0: Oh, man. It felt, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's my fault. I, I was too ambitious too early. I hadn't seen two games from the bullpen put together where they were successful like what was happening at the time. So, you know, forgive me for being drunk on the two game success of the bullpen <laughs> doing its job, but. Uh, Jesse, I will leave you since you had so many, the third priority that you think this team should, um, make as the, one of their top priorities this offseason.
1: Well, first of all, I have to say, we didn't even talk about this, but my second one was invest in the bullpen. So we are, okay. we are on the same wavelength. Yeah, right here, absolutely. My, my third one, and this may come as a shock to the people who think that I'm in love with the diamondbacks coaching staff. After <laughs> what I wrote about Tori Lovello, I'm not talking about Tori Lovello. But I am talking about Matt Herges, the Diamondbacks pitching coach. There has been very little good that has happened with the pitching staff, frankly, since Matt Herges took over. He took over at the end of 2019. That covers, I mean, he's been here last year, which was a mess, and this year, which has been an even bigger mess. And at this point, I don't know how the Diamondbacks bring Matt Herges back next year. I think it's time, absolutely, that they move on to someone else and uh, give some of these younger arms a new look
0: one absolutely one of my top priorities so i think our our, i think our top three priorities were the same for this team and i'm glad you said herges because again these are there's 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 just this uh ongoing repetition there's this uh, and and you've pointed out like sometimes we're a bit sarcastic about how many players really have left this team to go on to find Uh, success elsewhere and how many (laughs) recent players right like yeah we don't address
1: players yeah we
0: don't address the number of players that have been released by this team that never even got picked up by another team on a major league roster we don't address you know so many of the decisions that they made that were right it just feels at times like like her just really is potentially the problem with this pitching staff i have said that that Dan Heron's analytics at times feels like they could also be uh, a bit too much or just, you know, uh, information overload. But there is something very telling about a young pitcher like Tyler Gilbert pitching a no-hitter because her just wasn't there that night. (laughs) And again, I'm not making any accusations, but someone like Mike Fetters seems to have handled the situation and handled it the exact opposite of, how historically baseball says you should have handled a, a no-hitter, right? Mm. He shouldn't have been talking to Gilbert. He shouldn't have been giving him information. He should have been leaving him alone, right? That's the rules of the game. <laughs> the pitcher with the no-hitter needs to be left alone, not have his mind filled with junk and talking and thinking about other <laughs> stuff, nor does he you know, want him thinking about the no-hitter part. Fetters was sitting with him, joking, talking about non-baseball stuff, keeping right. him loose. Doing all the things that if you were to think about what you wanted to do for a young player in their debut, you would exactly want. You know, a mentor putting their arm over your shoulder a little bit and keeping it, you know, light, you know, just keeping you relaxed, keeping you just in in, in the game, but not overthinking or overanalyzing the situation, especially when you're doing so well. Hmm. You know, a pitcher like that that's in the middle of a no-hitter, I can only imagine. Uh, the anxiety and such that was going through his head. He even addressed after that game that in the ninth inning, he was scary calm. Like, he doesn't even know why he was so calm. I do. (laughs) I do. It was because of Fetters. That's why he was so calm. Fetters created and fostered an environment around him that night that made him feel confident, but made him feel calm and made him feel like he could be successful. That is the type of pitching coach that I want there, coaching every single game and being there for this team, I I I doubt I'm the only person that noticed that. Especially within the organization,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just think that again, they fired their hitting coaches mid-season and they're hitting they, they were middle of the pack in offense at the time. It didn't even make any sense. Yeah, it was like you talked true. about the scapegoat <laughs> situation with Tory Lavallo. It felt like Cole, like darn DC, was the scapegoat for this team. A team that was fifteenth, sixteenth in offense at the time, and they fire their hitting coaches. Well, you were dead last in, in ERA. So maybe you should address the pitching first before you worry about, you know, your middle of the road offense.
1: I just so. don't know if I can think of anyone. Like, is there a single Diamondbacks pitcher we can name that his Improved since Matt Herd took over. Is there anyone who has surprised us or has taken step forwards? All I can all I can really think is guys who have taken steps backward, right? Like well, Gallon this year has not been as good. Bumgarner's been sort of a mess since he got here.
0: That's just- those those are all those are all weird examples because I mean there's a lot to take in when you think about the way the 2020 season went and the way this year went. Uh, Gallon at the very least. Uh, kind of maintained his success, but yeah, he came in already doing that. When her got, you know, the, when her became the pitching coach, Gallon was already, you know, in, in the groove with his three earned run or less streak that he was on. Right. 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 You know, there, there, that, that wasn't his doing. That's not something he, you know, kept going. I don't, I don't really know. And I can't answer that. I don't, I, I'll tell you this much. I I now am a gambling man, Jesse, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on the information or the data backing him his success up in any way when it comes to, you know, making the pitching staff better. You know. Yeah. But I'll tell you this much. What I will do is I'm going to go on the DraftKings sportsbook app and I'm going to lay some more money on some parlays. Because <laughs> I'm a parlay guy now, Jesse. I'm a parlay guy. <laughs> it's fun. Uh I mean, I know a lot of people don't know what parlays are. I didn't know what a parlay was like four weeks ago. So, I mean, I had a good idea, but there's all sorts of, uh, of fun parlays now for you to get. There's single-game parlays. Uh, this football season, all customers can swing big with the DraftKings same-game parlays. I have won the most money I've ever won gambling on some parlays. I was telling Jesse before the show start. That's why Jesse's all jealous, and he wants to come down here to Arizona. But the parlays I hit on both made me a combined about $600, $700 between the two of them. And they both happened because oh, of missed field goals <laughs> in the Cardinals game. One of part of my parlay. So like a parlay is where there's a combined series of factors that you would need to achieve in order to get the payout versus, you know, your standard, just straightforward bet. Right. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app has all sorts of bets on there, all sorts of options you can you can decide on which player is going to win the or score the first touchdown for the team. You can you can bet on how many touchdowns Kyler Murray is going to have. You can bet on like I said the other day. You know, Madison Bumgardner and and his his strikeouts. I was so mad I didn't bet on that because I kn- I told you I told you I knew he wasn't going to get four and a half
1: yeah he didn't strike he, he picked great, but he had yeah he had three
0: three and he was great in that game he was outstanding in that game he gave up what one hit and two earned runs in that game and he's still like yeah. you know something crazy like that and uh still didn't go over I'm, I'm I, apparently I'm a genius especially when I don't bet on this stuff but the parlays they have been hitting and I know again there's 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 so many factors involved so sometimes it feels a little daunting uh, it just it's been making football games so much to, to Fun to watch, you know, uh, same, ba- same game parlays allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. Uh, this week, a same game parlay on any NFL game will get you credited up to $25 if your bet loses. So, again, another fun kind of risk-free way for you to go in and try it out. And if you're not, uh, if you don't win, you know, hey, it's uh, it's DraftKings $25. But DraftKings, once again, is safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's incredibly easy. And uh, it doesn't take very long for you to get that that money into whatever account you're pulling it out into. I've been doing it a lot. And uh, my wife's very happy. She's going to go get her. Uh, uh, she's going to have a spa day based on some winnings. from. Wow. From my wow. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm spreading it around. But I'm. I'm I got Jesse for a baseball game. We're going to have some fun. But uh, you can download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code PHNX and you'll get that $150 in free bets instantly when you just place $1 on any football game. Uh, again, that's our code PHNX. And remember, this is 21 and over only, Arizona only. Sorry, Jesse. Gambling problem. Use the number 1 800 next step. This is for new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligi- eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and yes um again i'm not i'm not going to try to take on the name mr parlay we got our betting pod over there those guys are definitely the ones that you're going to want to rely on as far as your parlay information is concerned but
1: you have enough nicknames already Derek. i know i know i
0: can't steal <laughs> other people's nickname they were calling me the fashionista that's a new yeah, one yeah oh, yeah. No, I'm, it's I'm good. i it's like enough. that you know uh <laughs> it's good um uh, but Again, we have some more questions to answer and some more stuff to talk about. You can get this content that we were talking about on gophnx.com. Jesse's article, I have a new article going up on the curse of the D-backs, the curse of Baxter the 4th. It got way more involved than I expected to, but it's a fun piece and I hope you guys enjoy it. And... After I wrote it, I started to really believe. So, check out gophnx.com. <laughs> you can sign up to become a member. There's a couple of different options. You can get an annual membership, and that will give you access to a free t shirt from our phnxlocker.com. There is a the new
1: one. Do you see the, the Cardinals? The one? New
0: one's incredible. The Kyler <laughs> Murray one. No. Oh, wait, no, it's not Kyler Murray. No, sorry. I don't want to get sued. The new Cardinals one. Uh, yes, there's all sorts of ones. Uh, our top one is the coyote shirt because it's incredible. And again, if you're an Arizona sports fan, this is where you're going to want to get your merch. We have some great merch coming out. Not only that, but we have such a talented design team. They're constantly putting out new designs all the time. They, 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 it's incredible how fast they are and how beautiful some of the shirts they are. They, they're putting out. So check those out over at phnxlocker.com. Again, you also get access to our members-only Discord, where you can uh, get away from the BS on social media and talk sports with us and all of your other PHNX family members. Uh, And, you know, again, the other option is to get a a month-to-month membership, and if you choose that option, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. So please, uh, if you love what we're doing over here, uh, we appreciate the support, and, uh, you know, this is a website that is ran by listeners like you, so not to steal PBS's gimmick, but we really are running a, a podcast and a website for the people and you know, we need, we need your support. So thank you again so much for subscribing, signing up, checking us out wherever you're checking us out at. Uh, our next question, Jesse, uh, this is from C dub at I Luxord. He asks who's better all time,
1: Alec Thomas or Mike trout. Oh, Let's get into it. That's a tough one, Derek. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Wow. We're
0: already <laughs> making those comparisons. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Alec
1: Thomas has been doing lately
0: because yeah. I don't know every if everybody is familiar with what is going on in Reno.
1: Yeah, basically he just homers every game. I That's swear. It. That he basically homers every single game. He had a, a streak of four consecutive games where he hit a home run for Reno. Uh, he uh, he now has now played, played 26, 26 games, games for Reno, Derek, Derek and he, he has, has seven home, home runs in, in those 26, 26 games. games. You're talking You're like a homer a home. every three games about is what he's doing mm-hmm. right now. Um, he's hitting 336 with an OPS up above 1,000. He has five stolen bases in those games. This kid is legit, and I know a lot of people right when uh, Luis Frias was called up a couple days ago. A lot of people were like, all right, well, what about Alec Thomas? It's his turn next, right? Um, I don't think we're going to see him until next year, unfortunately. But uh, this kid is doing big things already. And honestly, I can't think, Derek, of a prospect I've been more excited about to see. Like, I I mean, it, we're talking maybe back to Archie Bradley that Diamondbacks have called up a prospect like, um, you know, of the caliber of a guy like Alec Thomas, this is, this is super exciting to watch
0: Alec Thomas, more like Al dingers, Thomas. Am I right? Hey, (laughs) Oh, uh, no, I will say he is a very exciting player and I think you hit the nail on the head before we got on air about the reason why we shouldn't expect to see him this year.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he has a service clock, issue as all young players who are about to get called up do right this is the way that that things work and so yeah most likely I think we'll see Alec Thomas uh, we'll certainly see him next year barring injuries or some other disaster um and uh, yeah it could be as early as May uh that, that we that we see him in the big leagues next year so um it, it, he might not be here yet Diamondbacks fans but get ready because next year should be a lot of fun to watch with this guy making his debut
0: I think the future really is bright for this team no matter how dark the current situation seems at times it's just really a matter of the diamondbacks sticking to a plan as far as this youth movement is concerned and not panicking right Right. not getting into a moment where they possibly part ways with a young player like thomas over you know the possibility of bringing in a current big name
1: yeah did I mention he's 21 years old?
0: Oh, you did not mention that, but
1: crazy, crazy. That's nuts.
0: So yeah, and I mean like you said that goes towards the service time situation where the Diamondbacks really want a a special player like this to be with the organization as long as possible. And you don't want they... to
1: lose a year of control just to have him for, you know, a couple weeks in a loss right. in a last right. season. So it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: Even even with the the idea and the concept of wanting to get young players major league time now, trying to get them prepared so that by the time next season comes around, they're just, they're a little bit more ready, right? They don't have those jitters of making their debut or that, you know, like what we saw with uh, Luis Frias the other night, uh, you know, just just being a little excited, being a little maybe out of control because of that excitement, because of those nerves. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it, you know, the the sooner that you can get some sort of a playing time experience at a major league level, the better it is for you uh, as you know, as a player going forward, it's just the service time definitely needs to wait. And I, I agree with you 100%. That's, that's probably why. It's exciting, though. Alec Thomas really is doing things in Reno. It's Reno, so we still got to temper our expectations, right. but he's doing stuff in okay. Reno that, you know, it, it makes you want him here immediately, you know?
1: He, he plays center field, too. I should probably mm, add that to the earlier mm,
0: conversation. Mm, Very interesting. interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, again, make sure you guys are signing up for that DraftKings Sportsbook app and using our code PHNX. This weekend, that offer, uh, again, is a $1 bet on any football game, and it'll get you $100, $150 in free bets back instantly. So that's the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app and our code PHNX. Uh, our final question comes from Jim Marshall, uh, an old friend of both of ours. Yeah, and I- wow, I am i can't believe I just called him Well, like that's that was a direct assault on him as a, as a person. <laughs> Our old friend, Jim Marshall, uh, Baseball Daisy, He brought up Luis Frias and wants to know, will we finally have a homegrown closer in Frias?
1: Mm. Yeah. First of all, shout out to Jim Marshall, who's um uh, to your guy earlier, who, you know, Jim is one of the best, another one of the best human beings out there. So Absolutely. thanks for, Absolutely. thanks for tuning into us, Jim. Um, Not only
0: tuning in, but thank you for supporting both of our careers as young yeah, journalists, yeah. because yes. I think we both can say that about him and what an outstanding human being he is. But Again, we only have so much time to gush about our question askers. So, <laughs> and that, and that's nothing against C-Dub. I apologize to C-Dub. We just don't have <laughs> the same personal connection that we do with Jim and
1: Rock. But, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Luis Frias has a chance to be that kind of guy. And, and honestly, I don't think he's the only one. Um, earlier this season, the Diamondbacks called up J.B. Bukowskis. Yes. Uh, they got in the Zach Granke trade honestly Derek back then a few months ago I was declaring Bukowskis as the closer you know throughout the rest of this season into next season potentially you know the next few years he has that kind of stuff unfortunately we've all seen what happened with Bukowskis he's had issues and um, now injury issues as well um, but Frias is the same kind of guy power stuff you you even though he was erratic uh, pitching against Houston you got a glimpse of his stuff right fastball up to 98 with tons of life. Uh, power curve ball that's one of the nastiest out there he's got like a split change sort of pitch to go along with it and I think it's also worth noting with Frias that he's not necessarily a reliever uh, he was actually pitched um, in the starting rotation this entire season uh, in the minor league so I, I don't think the Diamondbacks have written off his his career as a potential starting pitcher yet um, but honestly I mean you look at his arsenal and it sort of screams like back end closer you know, he has that kind of stuff. So um, this is a different approach with the team, like bringing up a guy and putting him directly into the bullpen. That's something the Diamondbacks haven't done with a lot of their top pitching prospects. Uh, But Frias could be pretty darn good at it (laughs) right off the bat. And it's it's not hard to imagine him as the next Diamondbacks closer who could actually stick there for a pretty long time.
0: Wasn't Bukowskis also a starting pitcher that they made into a reliever?
1: He was. Yeah. Okay. I think I think there's always at least the last few years, people have kind of known that Bukowski's future was really in the bullpen. Frias is still a little bit earlier in, in his career, probably. I, I think that's maybe um there's still a lot of scouts who probably would like to see him tried out in the starting rotation, but we'll we'll see how it all turns out.
0: Well, he did make his debut the other night against um the Astros and he really showed what he could do at times. He was a bit out of control and yeah. I think that goes to those nerves. The I think he also got rattled a bit by uh the strike zone, not, you know, like his, some of his pitches landed in what looked like the strike zone and uh you yeah. know, he didn't get the call from the ump, so it, it you could tell he got a little bit um out of control after that as well. Just showed some phenomenal stuff, though. I mean, he was hitting 97, 98 miles an hour. And um, just even though he wasn't able to really get it in the strike zone, he was still getting outs. He did load the bases, and they were able to get out of it without any run scoring. Uh, but I, I thought he definitely showed a lot of promise. There wasn't, even though he wasn't extraordinarily successful in the outing, I still right. felt like what I saw out of him was exciting. It, it, was, uh, it was explosive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I'll add with him is that um, like is like in his outing the other day, don't be fooled by the numbers with Frias. Uh, you know, his outing the other day, he had with three walks, which obviously doesn't look good. His minor league numbers don't even look that good either. I don't know if you noticed this, Derek, he has a four, nine, three ERA in mm. 23 starts. Like it, it's like, all right, well, this guy is a nobody, right? Tyler Gilbert had an ERA of like three when they called him up from Reno. So the numbers don't necessarily scream a whole lot of success, but if you dive in closer, he's actually been pretty freaking good. Uh, that ERA is very ballooned, probably by a few outings that didn't go very well. Uh, if you look at the OPSs against him um, over the course of his minor league career, the numbers are, are actually quite good. Uh, in Reno, his opponent OPS was 727, which for Reno is good. Yeah. And what stands out there is that most of that 727 is a high on-base percentage. He walked a lot of guys, right? Gotcha. Like we've seen. Yeah. But his slugging percentage against in Reno was 354, and that's really impressive because we all we've talked plenty of times about the hitting environment in Reno. He held guys to a slugging percentage around 350 there, um, and, and the same is true if you look at some of the other numbers in Double A. River. His yeah, in Double A his on-base percentage against was 288. So in Double A the walks weren't an issue. Um, so looking at the numbers, it, it is not very black and white with him yet. He's had times where he really did control the baseball well, and it's not like he's out here, you know, giving up tons of homers or anything like that. That four, nine, three ERA, uh, portrays a much worse pitcher than what Luis Frias actually is.
0: And if walks are a problem, walks can be reined in, right? And if, in he, the bullpen, yes. yeah, if yeah. he's, he's given up a lot of runs because of walks and then giving up a hit or two that score all of those runs it's gonna it's gonna answer for that high era it's very coachable though you know the the stuff that he has is seems so good that if he can if he can get that that coach and you know learn to pitch you know basically learn to hit that strike zone and and Mm -hmm. learn to get that nasty stuff in there for a strike it's going to make the world of a difference for a guy like that
1: yeah he's exciting man i mean he's the Diamondbacks don't have a lot of pitchers who have stuff. I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, currently,
0: like, yeah, but they yeah. have a lot of guys in the minor league system that have some pretty good stuff. Right, right. You know, and and Frias is one of them. But I think that's what makes the the future so exciting, and it makes I don't I don't know. Like I've I've been really excited to see like Tyler Gilbert's uh, starts after his you know no hitter because things haven't been perfect for him. He's had you know he's 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 had some rough. Uh, outings at times but i still think he's a very good pitcher and i think he's going to be a big part of this team's future
1: i didn't mean to badmouth tyler gilbert that wasn't how that wasn't dare you of- <laughs> how dare you
0: <laughs> I, look i don't care how you feel about jesse but i i hope that you'll still subscribe to this podcast after the negative things he said about tyler gilbert and you can subscribe to us uh, <laughs> on apple Ow. spotify Anywhere you get podcasts.
1: Yeah. Despite uh, my presence, you despite should still, you should Jesse being here. Subscribe. Yes. Oh,
0: good. <laughs> please still subscribe to us. And, uh, you know, if you're hearing us on one of those apps right now, please, you know, just remind you that we're, we're doing a lot of fun things on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're a fan of Arizona sports, you're going to get a whole lot more than just the D-backs podcast. And you can subscribe on our YouTube channel, which is at PHNX sports. Uh, You can also subscribe to us on Twitter, uh, if you want to call it that. It's called following, but whatever. Uh, You can get us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Uh, Jesse is at Jesse N Friedman. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much for your questions. We promise that we will continue doing the mailbag Monday, every Monday, and we look forward to getting more questions from everybody out there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you like the answers you get, you know, it's 2021. So if you don't, that just means you can make up your own, but, uh, you know, hopefully you guys are digging what we're putting out there. Uh, we thank you again so much for checking us out and remember kids baseball's fun, but it's more fun when you bet on it.